call me Peaches, said the woman with the hard pain in her eyes, the small scar over her left cheekbone. She must have chosen the pseudonym in irony or in yearning. She was too bruised, too bold, too calloused, too frightened, too worldly wise. She was living in a homeless shelter and running Xerox machines for a fancy law firm in Washington, D.C., a job that delighted her and put her on track toward satisfaction. The office where she worked was located in a temple of prosperity. Its vast marble lobby was framed by massive columns, a wall of palms, and a crystalline glass tower opening to views of sky and buildings. The place where she lived, in a dangerous neighborhood, was populated by broken women who stole one another's food. I have no idea who my parents are, Peaches said. The people that adopted me died before I was five. The foster family that then took her in, on Maryland's eastern shore, inflicted debilitating cruelties. They were black, as she was, but evidently not as dark, for they ridiculed her color. I've been locked out of the house, told that I was nothing, she said. Just like my mother, black, ugly, bony, just worthless. So what the heck? I just existed within that household. And she existed to support the household. In the summers, she said, I worked from the time I was eight years old in a factory filling buckets with scalding hot tomatoes. That's how you have to get the skin off, put it in a bucket. Now this is a bucket the size that you use to mop a floor. You got ten cents for a bucket, push and pull. You can imagine just pushing and pulling buckets on and off, pans on and off, doing that hard work, six o'clock in the morning until the evening. Illegal labor, but I had to work. That was my summer. She still wore the brands of punishment imposed by her foster mother. I got scars all up my arm, Peaches said, showing the twisted shapes like burnished metal. Didn't press the collars right, I got burned, because I didn't do it right. If I ever breathed sideways, I'd get a whippin'. Adolescence overtook her with confusing stealth. They didn't really give any input to me, Peaches recalled. I'm a woman, and as young women do, you come into a change where you have your menstrual cycle. I didn't know what was happening to me. It wasn't told to me. It was like, oh, what did you do now? Oh, come on. There wasn't any, now this is what you do, this is what I expect, you're a young lady. Her childhood suffering did not end with the end of childhood. She mentioned no sexual abuse, but the anguish of the physical and emotional battering continued to reverberate. People look at me strange, she remarked. It's like, you act as if you haven't interacted with people, you have a disability. Well, I haven't. I never went to a movie. I never went to a circus. My girlfriend treated me to a circus. I was in my twenties, about twenty-seven. I cried because I'd never been to a circus. That was something new to me. I really didn't hang around with a whole lot of people. I stayed at home because I didn't have really any choice. I noticed something else about myself. When people talk about their friends, their buddies, the relationships that you have from high school— I don't have much to say because I didn't get to interact, so I didn't develop those kinds of friendships. The last couple of years I went to an integrated school. Well, heck, 
I didn't feel worthy among black people, so you know I didn't feel worthy among white people, so I was even more isolated. I didn't know what I was worth, because I was always told I wasn't worth anything.'